Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The baseball postseason is what really was entertaining yesterday. Good morning, Brian. How are you? I am well. I am doing much, much better. I'm in a good place, good spirit. Good energy, good passion, but still a little nervous, a little well, anxiety. Of course. Yeah. And you got a game five coming up on Wednesday night that yeah. will be a game that you're just never going to forget no matter which way it goes. It's just one of those games that no matter where it goes, you're going to remember it most likely for the rest of your life. And the Yankees did an amazing job of keeping this series going. They need to go back home and, yes, you know, you have all the Friday night lingerings that are going on. But to go back home with all that swirling around you to win back-to-back games. And it, it sickens me when Yankee fans talk about, oh, the gutsy, gritty team, and they don't give up and puke fest. But it's true. <laughs> I mean, it really is true. I it mean, this, true, this, this group this group is amazing. And, you know, you add on top of it Severino who was magical last night. And this was the first time that we saw this guy uh, since his meltdown of sorts. And and he is someone that last night you could really credit him. The offense was great, putting him out to a big lead. But, but my goodness, throwing 99, 100 miles an hour. I, had, I was lucky enough that there was a camera in the, in the booth. I mean, camera TV in the booth that I was watching a lot of that game to <clears throat> from last night. And, and he just, he did not slow down. He didn't slow down. He was amazing. And now he got a game five against the best team in baseball. Well, that's the Severino Yankees fans have witnessed all season long. This guy changed some of his mechanics. Credit Pedro Martinez, his fellow Dominican, for helping him change a few things. And you you have what you had this season. And, and I said going into postseason, the guy had the most starts where he allowed one or fewer runs. Uh, in, in the major leagues, and, and so he got back to being Severino last night. He was too hopped up in that first out in that wild card game, I should say, and he came back, and I thought he'd have a better showing, and, and he definitely uh, did that. Uh, he had everything working. He has three pitches. All of them were working. Yeah, he gave up a couple dingers, and, and we've seen that throughout the season. <laughs> Big league is going to catch up to you every now and then, but his offense showed up as, as well, and, and I heard Big Poppy the other night talk about how – he played in the postseason and why he was so successful. And he said it was because my teammates would get on base. When they would get on base, I became an even bigger threat. You had to be more careful when you pitch to me. And the same thing is going to happen when Judge has some guys get on base. What happens? He, he has a couple of ducks on the pond. He comes up with a huge double, uh, brings those, those runs in. They were, Yankees were already up 2 nothing at that point, I believe. And, and now it's 4 nothing. But get some guys on base. And, and you'll see a different uh, Aaron Judge, and we did witness that, but we also saw the same old Aaron Judge, four strikeouts again in this ballgame. But it's, hey, big-time pitching in the postseason. Uh, do you expect all the strikeouts? No. But do you expect uh, good pitching to be good hitting? Yes, you do. But that being said, Poppy was right on point about that. Severino, calming the nerves. and you, you, Whatever sport it is, and especially in the big ball games, we got a big one coming up, G, Texas, Oklahoma this weekend. I remember my first – Texas OU game, hyperventilating. 
I don't give a damn how many times people say, oh, this is different, and you've watched it on TV as a kid growing up, being a Longhorns fan, and then being out there in the middle of that cotton bowl, seeing that ugly uh, color, crimson red, whatever they call it, that OU wears, and you're trying to calm your nerves, you're trying to stay in the moment, and, and you try to slow things down. Easier said than done, and that's what happened to Severino, and it happened to me. I mean, we allowed the running back to – for you to run right up the middle, if he doesn't blow out his knee, he probably has a record on us because he was kicking our butts, and then we eventually won the ball game. But slowing it down in that moment, that is so difficult, and and and, and it's all about calming your nerves as much as possible. And, and and Severino was able to accomplish that last night, and he pitched a well of a game. Now let's be honest, the series should be over. The Yankees should have won this series. Yeah, I wasn't gonna bring that up, but it's it's. The, I wasn't gonna those, bring it up. Those are the facts. True, they, they, they should are. have. They should have won the series yeah. already, and I I can't remember. In recent memory, a time where a team has won back-to-back games in a playoff series and you're still thinking about. There's still that (laughs) cloud over the series because what happened in game two? Mm -hmm. People are serious about Joe Girardi being fired over that. It was egregious, man. Still, after back-to-back games. It's amazing to be back-to-back wins, rather. You know what? We'll forget about it. And if it, well, if they if, win the series, big if, right? Yes. I mean, because that's, it's, it. that's it's, the only way you get over something like that. You give you a do, game away. Yeah, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if you end up getting swept in the series, then all of a sudden it's just it's horrible, right? It compounds it. You didn't even win a game when you should have won a game. But now you come back, you win two. So now it's like, okay, if you had won that one, you'd be moving on to the ALCS. So I mean, that's how bad it was. So I, I still think that. You know, Girardi's fate is up in the air, and he was tearing up last night. And I believe that this is the cut. He he's talking about how guys picked him up, and the mm. guy was he was he was choked up last night in the post game because of what's been going on with him and his team. We've gotten it back to two to two, and um, you know we got a shot now. So uh, it, it's it's a totally different feeling than it was the other day, and these guys have it picked me up. Yeah, there's that's not the one, but there's one we'll find later. Mm-hmm. Where he is, he's choked up. He's talking about how much he cares about the team. It's not just him. It's a bunch of other people in the organization. I mean, this has had an unbelievable effect on him. He says the worst loss that he's ever had as a manager. And, of course, how could it be any worse than that? Right. Uh, so so his, his entire fate could be up in the air for this Game 5, even with them taking on the Indians and Forcing a game five in the series down 2 0. Yeah, he could still with, be fired after even this game. With, because how did you start this conversation off with Yankees are still smarting from giving away game two? It's crazy. That's, that's why, even still, and I'm not sitting here advocating for that, but. It is what it is to give a game away like that. You're up five runs and not have a feel for your stud pitcher. Guy has been in this league almost 20 years and not have a feel for someone you've been riding with all these different years as a Yankee. And and and, and you pull him, and then the inexplicable right. non-challenge. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was well, bad. It, it was, was awful. It was, yeah. it was terrible. Right. So yeah, you're sitting here, and we said it afterwards. The only way he gets past this is is if. They win this series. And so, yeah, I can understand him being emotional because they have picked him up. You had Chapman, who liked a tweet or, or something on social media about calling uh, Joe Girardi an imbecile and he should be fired. And then he has to go and, and apologize uh, to his manager. And, and then the manager puts him on the bump. 
He pitches lights out. They get the victory one nothing with Tanaka starting that ball game, and then you have what you had last night where the, the bats come alive against Bauer when they had what three hits versus him the last time, and Castro had both of those hits. So yeah, you lean on each other. You lean on the manager. Do you manager fire Terry Francona now the, the, because he made the the, uh, the the call to have Bauer on three days rest? No, you, you fire not. him too. You do not. No. It, it, it wasn't as egregious as the no, Girardi stuff? No, it wasn't even close. No, it was not. I mean, look, it looked pretty bad last night. Yeah, well, Trevor Bauer has said that I like going on three days rest, but the bats caught up with him last night, and, and Francona knows his kid, and, and he's had him out there on three days rest before, and it's been a, a mixed bag. So he was hoping it was on the positive side of that mixed bag last night, and it, that didn't transpire. So, no, you don't fire Tito for that. Uh, but – Great to show the emotion, and I'm sure Joe was feeling it, and he tried to take the high road the other night after game one. So, yeah, expect it to be booed, but that stings. You're human. You 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 have feelings, and, and that stings as much as you try to prepare yourself and your family for that. Uh, that hurts, and he's still I – mean, if you, you inject him with some truth serum, he's still, man, I screwed up royally, and it's still affecting me, and I'm just hoping I can get past this series and we can move on. And if – they get past this series, you know, maybe uh, he, he's given a pass on what transpired versus Cleveland. But uh, we, we'll have to see. Time time will only tell. And whoever wins on Wednesday will be facing the Houston Astros, who just look unbelievable. I mean, the first two wins in this series, they were mashing the baseball, and they just were dominant. Of course, they lose game three. And then yesterday, they come back and win, and they, they do it against Chris Sale, who is just cruising out of the bullpen, and then Kimbrell after that. And they have an all-time celebration, as you see on social media, all the uh, the crazy post-game stuff and the uh, speedos with yeah, the. Uh, but not uh, the American flag speedo. Yeah, isn't man, that disrespectful? Yeah, I don't know the rules. <laughs> I do. It wasn't an actual flag, though. I think that's what changes it. Yeah. Just the oh, flag really? pattern. Yeah. Well, that's, I'm not getting uh, into the go, nuance go to the of the U.S. That. flag code, and no, you'll see that's disrespectful. I can't take it anymore. I can't. Yeah. I can't, can't take, take it anymore. You I can't enough? take it. You tapping out? I'm taking a knee on this topic. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Don't oh, get me something like that. <laughs> See how much hell I catch. Um, yeah, I don't. Oh, know. I miss the speedo days, man. Those were the good days. You used to wear speedos? Hell yeah! But I was in shape. Wow. Why not? I guess mm-hmm. you and everything you got going on. <laughs> Why not? You know, <laughs> show the world what's up. <laughs> because if you're not, then what's you're the point? To get the pipe. Right, what's what, what's really the point? Uh, but the Astros look great. I mean, there's there's no two ways about it. And then when you got two guys now, I mean, we know how great the offense is. We know how long the lineup is. You got Verlander pitching like he did five years ago. You got Dallas Keuchel still there. I mean, this is a this is a team that is that is primed for going as deep as humanly possible because they look that good right now. I didn't think the Red Sox were that good to be honest with you. So. Maybe a little bit of this is, could be false hope because of who they played. Because I think that the Yankees and Indians are both much better than the Red Sox. I know the Red Sox won in division, yeah. but I think that those two teams are like head and shoulders better well, than I'm the Boston Red Sox. Well, I'm not going to say head and shoulders, but Yankees won the season series versus their rivals. And, but this Astros lineup, as you just suggested, up top to bottom. And, and, and they, uh, the Red Sox couldn't find a way to get Yuli uh, Guriel out. I mean, this guy, they pitch inside, they pitch outside. Nothing worked against him. And, and what a uh, excellent ball game. And then there, the drama there at the end, Devers, who Yankees know well for crushing a, a homer uh, here at Yankee Stadium in, in the late innings to propel the, the Red Sox to a to a victory. 
this guy inside the park home run cuts it down to one run, and 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 then the drama with uh, your, your manager being thrown out of the ball game and Petroya going all while nuts. it's raining. I mean, it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's crazy. It, it, was, it was just it was a, a weird heck scene. of a game, though. It was yeah. it was a damn good game. So that'll that'll be whoever it is ends up being the Indians or the Yankees against the Astros. That should be a tremendous. ALCS because those are going to be. I mean, those are three great teams. Well, I, I, you have to tell me what happens if you know I'm not watching. Yeah, I don't blame you for that. I'm, I'm you know, I know that you're like half kidding because we do the show and we're going to pay attention to what's no, going on. No, but I don't blame you no, for that. I really, I really, I really don't. As a fan, it's just like impossible to get into that stuff when your team loses in a playoff series. Like, I yeah, don't, I don't need to see. And, that. and you're definitely going to cheer against a team that knocked your team out. So I'll be an Astros fan if that happens. But it's not going to happen, Yankees. Not going to occur. Include right? be that bad. Unless Batances gets back on the bump and throws at everyone's head like he did last night. Oh, what is up with my man? Yeah, I don't know. Woo! I mean, it's, he's just, it's almost like, I mean, because it, it's got to be all mechanic because he's, he's huge, right? We've seen it all season, though. Right, and it's yep. like he's, he's either unbelievable yep. or completely out of whack. <laughs> There's no middle ground. With None. Zero. No, no middle ground. Uh, also, I was dead wrong about the Diamondbacks. That was pretty bad call on my part. <laughs> did you Did you call it? Did you I've pick had the Diamondbacks? To go to the World Series. Oh, I don't yeah. recall. Yeah. yeah you had big. Diamondbacks and Indians. And Indians. Could be, could be both out. And I had Astros and Yankees. No, you had Dodgers and Dodgers, Yankees. Yankees. Yeah, Astros, oh. Yankees would only be the. Uh, oh, that's that's ALCS. Yeah, so I had Dodgers, Yankees, the old guard. Yeah, okay. which, which is looking a hell of a lot better than mine right yeah, now. Well. As the Dodgers look like the team that uh, set the world on fire earlier in the season mm-hmm. and not the team that struggled for that long stretch. How about Darvish uh, paying some dividends? Uh, got him during the uh, the trade deadline, and, and last night he was nailed. Yeah, I think he only pitched, what, it was only like five innings, but he was unbelievable. Yeah. He's striking everybody out. The guy was the guy was phenomenal, and that team, I, I mean, I guess I should have seen that coming just because you can't be that good at any point of a regular season, win more games than everybody else, yeah. and then just totally fall apart. But, it, but you look at the Diamondbacks, it seemed as though they had their number. It didn't seem as though they did. They did have their number. They won six straight versus the Dodgers down the stretch, and then you have to face them. In, in the playoffs, and you you have to feel confident going into that that series because you've owned them here of late, and it wasn't like they were just rolling anybody out there. They were rolling the guys they had been riding with all season long that helped them amass that incredible record. Uh, and, and and so for the Dodgers to completely do a, a 180 and, and get back right and, and, and quickly dispatch of the Diamondbacks, I think it's surprising to a lot of us. I think – if there's a team that could rival the frustration of the Yankees' loss on Friday night, if they could even come close to it, it would be the Washington Nationals in two separate games. Oh, man. When they get a, a pitcher to is a no-hitter through five in a game, and they lose by a run, then they have a pitcher who goes six no-hit innings in a game, their ace in Max Scherzer, and you end up losing that game by one run. I mean, it's just like what in the hell? Actually, maybe maybe it was three nothing the the Strasburg one. I forget, but I mean, yeah. that's two starts that yeah. you had guys who were dominant over that Cubs lineup, and twice you ended up losing. I mean, they are and they could end up winning the next two games and everything could be great. But what are the chances of that at this point with the history of these two teams in recent memory? One's won a World Series, the other hasn't won a playoff series. But my goodness, as good as they are. I mean, that's just got to be as frustrating as all hell to be a Nationals fan. And, and, and Dusty taking Scherzer out last night, uh, 
That one, and he said after, I could live with myself if Schwarber comes up. and, and He gave hits up on. one hit. I know. You got to have a feel for your guys. The guy gave up one hit, and he gets pulled. Come I mean, on. I'm leaving that cat out there. Yeah. I, I'm ride or, ride or die with you, dude. Let's listen to Dusty. That's it. This is Dusty's take on the Scherzer yank. It was very difficult, but, you know, we thought Max had had enough, especially coming off the injury. And... um um, you know, Swerver's a dangerous man. I probably couldn't live with myself as if Swerver, you know, had hit one out of the park I on you, which is dangerous to do that. He's got uh, <laughs> Dusty. Come on, baby. <laughs> I mean, what do you even say? Dude, I mean, that's your guy. I know he's coming off an injury, but you put him out there because he said he could go and he was going damn well. It, leave him out there. It was more than well. I mean, it was spectacular. It's right. not like a guy who'd given up three runs and you send him out there for the seventh inning and you say, okay, if the first guy gets on base and we're going to go to the bullpen because he's labored a little bit and he's got uh, 98 pitches. It's not something like that. I mean, this guy, I mean, he gave up one bleeping hit. I mean, that was it. <laughs> one hit and then he's out. But I don't you know, get that's it. What, the, the, the quick, so quick to, to pull a guy. And, and so what? He's coming off injury. He's still. Rolling, leave him alone. Yeah, let, let, let him, him work. These you're supposed to lean on your vets, man. You go out there, yeah, you you cool, you got this. All right, this one's yours. He wants to be in that moment. You should want him in that moment. I don't hear about any injuries. If he was hurt, you shouldn't have had him out there. He looked no worse for wear in my eyes or anyone else in that stadium. You did him a favor. And, and who was it that came up? Uh, was it Rizzo with the big hit? Yeah, uh, the little blue single. He said, yeah, they did us a favor taking him out. It's amazing. Wow. He's taking anti-cramping medicine and all <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay, the mind all is working. Leave him alone. <laughs> you want to talk some baseball with us? Lines are open, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Also coming up next, the Vikings win on Monday Night Football, but more importantly, it was the Mitch Trubisky debut. How do we think? He did a bogus update. What? I was going to say Straberski, apparently. Oh, Traberski? Traber. Traberski. Traberski. I saw a great shirt last night at the game. It said, Mitch, please. Get it? Mm. I thought that was pretty clever. I get it. Yeah, because of bitch, please, and Mitch, please. I just told you I get it. But the please could be like, Mitch, please help the organization. I thought it was really clever. Oh, yeah, it was. Because of all the things. Dusty, please. (laughs) Yeah, Dusty, Dusty, please. Rewind. (laughs) Do it all over again. Come right back. This is MLB legend Poch Rodriguez, and you're listening to Gio and Jones on CBS Sport Radio. Joe Girardi postgame last night after the Yankees game four win that he got choked up. So we were able to get that audio, and I wanted to play it because uh, he is just overcome with emotion talking about how much he cares about the team and the people involved with the team. You know, when you when you go through what you know, we went through on – I don't even remember what day that was, um, Friday. Um, it's as difficult as a loss I, as, as I've had in, in as a manager. Um, had some difficult losses as a player. Um, but it's really, it's really difficult. And, and, and it's difficult because I care so much. And it's not just, you know, it, it's not caring about myself. It's caring about everyone else that is involved and that is wrapped up in the Yankee baseball, you know, whether it's the the fans, the front office, the owner, the players, the trainers, the support staff, the coaches, I really care. And, um, you know, 
we've gotten it back to two to two, and um, you know we got a shot now. You can't fire this guy, can you? <laughs> can you fire that guy? There's no crying in baseball. You can't fire him. He There's cares. no catching feelings in baseball. He cares too much. <laughs> And not about yeah. himself, but you. He cares about you uh, and you uh, and you. That's what I told him. In the Yankee Davis. baseball. Uh, I bo- care. He's okay. over there <laughs> making himself vomit in the corner. But I don't know. I was kind of touched by that. I what is honest. wrong with you? I just because I when did you felt, get soft? I felt like exactly. that was I felt like that was genuine. What when did you get non cynical? Genuine and it was I, a genuine screw up too. Right, but of massive proportion. So I really fu- care. I feel I mean, bad just, for the trainers. I don't. I don't know. I don't support staff. I don't. I don't believe that they. should. I'm not saying they should. Mm. I'm just saying it, it rises to that level. I just couldn't ever. Oh. I couldn't. I mean, the guy's done more good than bad. That's for sure. Yeah. What have you done for me lately? Uh, how about uh, go to the playoffs? Uh, 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 win a wild card uh, game. Uh, uh, Oh, okay. Go toe to toe with the best team in baseball. Win, win it, then we can talk. Mm. Win game five. It's easy to say, man. But of course it is, and it's easy to call for a damn review of a play. Mm. Call for a replay. How easy is that? Yeah, it was a it was a bad. Screw no up. repercussions. It's a bad screw. Up. How easy is it, to, is it to know your players and and have a feel for what you guys doing on the mound? Fireable offense, though. So you do I really want to fire I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, I never like say I that. Him. Yeah, right. Exactly. I never say that. Move like, him to Miami. Like a guillotine. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Why do I want to move him to Miami? Well, you That's did that with your goes. wife. Yeah. You know, so when you had enough of her. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they should be happy. That's a good place to go. Yeah, I mean, except for hurricane season. <laughs> right. No, it's not bad. Put him right in the path of a storm every other week. Yeah, you're gonna. We're moving to, you to uh, Barbuda now, honey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, here you is you have a run of the place. <laughs> here is Andrew Bogus with an update. Andrew, well, Greg, whomever is jinxing the Indians, doing a better job of jinxing the Yankees. Now he sets, fires, swung on, grounded to third. Or shell of gloves, looks to second. Nobody there. Throws high to first. Paul Santana off the bag. Oh, Giovanni Urshela has fallen apart. Second <laughs> error from the third baseman gave yeah. the Yankees a 5 nothing lead in the third inning of Game 4 of the ALDS. Tom Hamill had the call on Indians Radio. Cleveland made four errors, leading to six unearned runs, leading to New York's second straight win, 7-3. A two-run double for Aaron Judge. Nine Ks over seven from Luis Severino. CC Sabathia and Corey Kluber will start tomorrow night. CC was better than Kluber in Game 2. Friday night, the winner of this series plays the Astros in the ALCS. The Dodgers, the first into the NLCS, sweeping the Diamondbacks 3-1 in Arizona, losing manager Tori Lovello. We didn't pitch particularly well uh, at times. I think there were spurts of good start, starting pitching. Um, I think maybe uh, offensively we had a little rut. This isn't the time of the year where you want to you want to just be average. You Darvish allowed only one run on two hits over five, while Cody Bellinger homered and drove in two. L.A. will host the Cubs or the Nationals on Saturday night. Their game four at Wrigley at 5.30 Eastern today. The Cubs lead two games to one. Mitchell Trubisky threw for a score, ran for a two-point conversion in his first NFL start last night, impressing at least 
veteran tight end Zach Miller. I thought he was really good. Until he was picked off in the <laughs> final minutes, setting up Kai Forbath's 26-yard field goal with 12 seconds left for a Vikings 2017 win in Chicago. Sam Bradford started but left in the second quarter after aggravating he, the left knee injury that cost him the previous three games. The Giants confirmed yesterday afternoon that Odell Beckham Jr. needs season-ending surgery for his broken ankle. And then Brandon Marshall said on Instagram last night he was having season-ending ankle surgery. He was also hurt in Sunday's home loss to the Chargers, which dropped the Giants to 0-5. Lions QB Matthew Stafford said, I don't know, when asked in a radio interview yesterday if he'll play this weekend. Stafford reportedly hurt his hamstring and ankle in Sunday's loss to the Panthers. The Philadelphia 76ers have reportedly signed the off-to-injured Joel Embiid to a five-year max rookie extension worth $148 million, and four three overtime wins on ice for the Lightning over the Caps and the Maple Leafs over the Blackhawks. Boys? People like that Maple Leafs team, huh? Maybe they could actually do something for that city up there. They've been waiting for a hockey <laughs> yeah, team. That's for that city. city up there. A yeah. long time. <laughs> Toronto. They'd like to have a winning <laughs> hockey team. Right, the six, yeah. that's the cool thing. Have they ever, they've won the Stanley Cup, A few right? times. It's just yeah. been a long, long time since uh. they've been good. And they're just one of those, they're, they're the Yankees of the NHL. Well, the Canadians are that. Yeah, uh, right. Well, yeah. No, the Canadians have like 20 Stanley Cups. All right, more fine. More than the Leafs do. But they're, uh, so what would you, the... How many does Edmonton have? Uh, five, yeah, four. Yeah, Wolf oh. Six, I think. Six? Yeah. So what would be a good comparison then? For the, the Leafs? The Packers? Uh, yeah. Cardinals? The, the Cardinals of the now because they've been good recently, I don't know, but they should be winning more. Is my point? Sure, but good for them. <laughs> you know, the Hockey Hall of Fame's up there. It is in a mall. Yeah, in a mall. It's in a mall. Oh, cool. So you hmm. gotta, you know, you gotta win some games now. It's time to get it going. Are you yeah. listening, Austin Matthews? Yeah, it's time. Yeah, to, Austin Matthews. Time to get it Mitch going. Marner with Mitch who Marner. Yeah, Mitch. Oh, and your favorite Marner. head coach. Oh. Uh, Heathcock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Close Epcot, he's up there. Yeah. Yeah. Ken Epcock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Legendary. Uh, all right. So, Monday Night Football last night, I had the privilege to watch the game in person. And, yes, I'm here. What'd you watch. steal from the bench, man? That <laughs> was cool. Come I, got on. To, I got to sit on a bench. Are you prior stealing to the... water bottles? No. Nah, I didn't touch anything. You didn't take a towel? No. Nah, helmet? I sat something? there. I was on the field before the game, which is the coolest part of it. Um, and then and watch the game. And I, I know that Zach Miller thought that Mitch Trubisky was good. I yeah. did not. I was so unimpressed with this guy. Uh, and you know, bef- before we get to a couple of the on-the-field things, like his throwing and when he looked comfortable, just his look, like he looked intimidated last night. Every time that the camera was on him, he's just – his eyes were wide, and he was—he didn't have that confidence that mm-hmm. the great quarterbacks, even when they start, and I know that comparing him to Deshaun Watson right now is a tough thing to do mm-hmm. because Watson's been so good, but we were yelling and screaming on draft day about how ridiculous it was to give up everything you did to move up to Trubisky, and we were all on Watson, and well, so far, so good on that take. Not that we haven't been wrong before, but I feel pretty good about that one. Rarely are we. Yeah, wrong. so he just, yeah. I mean, he didn't look like he had command. He looked very tentative. And he rolled out. I mean, the only time it looked like he felt comfortable throwing the ball was when he was rolling to his right, which is a weird thing. Like, how many times do you see him straight drop back, mm-hmm. feel comfortable, step up in the pocket, and deliver a strike? Well, they, they wanted, to, wanted to get him into his comfort zone, and rolling out, being able to throw on the move is something that he has displayed time and time again in preseason 
and they wanted to do that last night, get him away from that pass rush because we know Everson Griffin can get after you. Who's that other kid with the the, the big arms? Uh, Tennille, number ninety nine for your Vikings. Uh, this guy, you talking Linvale about? Joseph? No, 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 not Joseph. <laughs> Joseph is a big defensive tackle. Who are you talking? Ninety nine defensive end. Uh, White guy? No, brother. Brian Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look it up. All right. uh, but anyway, he, he's got muscles everywhere. And, and they wanted to roll him out and get him away from that pass rush. So I can understand that. But at some point, you you do have to. I think Hunter is his last name. Daniel Hunter, right? Yeah. Mikey B got it. All right, thank you. Uh, uh, at some point, you're right. Are you going to be a drop back passer? Because you can't roll out on every dang play. So I can understand wanting to do that from the outset, get him comfortable, roll him out, hit some waggles, some boots. And, and, and then – at, at, at certain point, you've got to be a, a drop-back pass or move up in the pocket and, and try to find guys down the field. I thought it was a mixed bag on him. Uh, he, he he does look good throwing the ball on the move, but that last interception where he was throwing it to Zach Miller, that, that wasn't even close. And he, and he said in his post-game comments, uh, Trubisky did, that wanted to give him a chance to, to make a play on the ball. He didn't give him any chance to make a play on that ball. And then the touchdown you threw, you, you threw to Miller. It was tip. Yeah, yeah, you're lucky you even got that one. A great carom for, for Miller. But uh, he didn't give your guys a, a chance, I didn't think. No, no, not, not at all. And that was a terrible throw, the Harrison Smith interception. I mean, he lost the game for the Bears last night because that, the best throw of the night came from the punter. On a oh, fake yeah. punt. I mean, that, <laughs> right. that was by far. Benny I'm, Cunningham. On, and, and on both teams. And Sam Bradford, I because I didn't know, being at the game, I didn't realize that they were working on his knee. So I just thought that Zimmer pulled him because he was terrible. Because mm. he was awful. Yeah. He looked nothing like he did yeah. the last time we saw him. And I know it's against a New Orleans defense. It's terrible. But, I mean, geez, was he just didn't look anything like himself. And finally, Keenum came in and, and was able to do some things offensively. And Jarek McKinnon. How about him? I mean, you think about Dalvin Cook being out for the season and how that's going to affect that team from an explosive standpoint in the running game because Latavius Murray is just basically, you know, a statue with a pulse when he gets the ball. <laughs> My goodness. And then McKinnon, you know, he was able to inject some life in there with a big touchdown run. Every time he touched the ball, you felt like you had something. We've seen that in the past from him. He's an electric football player. and. and and you're right. They need to lean on him a lot more than they have because when you get him out in space, look out. It's it's tough to corral uh, that young man. I have to say, Kevin Harlan is one of the greats. I had never had a chance to meet him. He does the play-by-play for, for Westwood One on Monday Night Football with Boomer Esiason. And he, when he calls a game, he puts every ounce of himself He's into, living it. into that game. Yeah. I've never watched anybody call a game like that. That he actually, when he called the Harrison Smith interception, he's not rooting for anybody. It's clearly because it happens on both sides. He's just rooting for you making a good call. But he jumped up out of his seat and like did a little hop <laughs> while he's making the call. <laughs> hey, it's intercepted! Boom! And he landed back down. And then he's giving the fist in the air and he's moving. And it was just like amazing. That's he's, cool. He's not like a fan of any right. team. He's just getting into it. Yeah. It was just absolutely incredible. He's bare chested and banging his chest. Yeah, I would have <laughs> loved to see that in person. That call. That would have been amazing. The, the, the guy is drunk. The guy is drunk. And there he goes. <laughs> yeah. Now, how did he call the uh, Trubisky two-point conversion? Now, that was a cool yeah, I play. Was, I was not in the booth for oh, okay. that. I, I was not in the booth for that one. That, that was that was different and, and real cool. A little option pass from the tight end to the, to the quarterback after they had ran a reverse uh, to start the play.
Yeah, Soldier Field's a weird place, man. It's very, very interesting because it looks like they built a spaceship around mm-hmm. the old Soldier yeah. Field. And Played they, in the old one, but only driven by the, the new one, the new configuration or facade on the outside, I should say. Yeah, I mean, it looks good on the inside. It does. It looks good, but the sight lines are a little bit weird. It's just a, it's it's built kind of strange. It was it was interesting to try to get around. Uh, but I'm I'm happy to have seen a game there because I mean there's just so much unbelievable history. I know it's been renovated, but just mm-hmm. thinking about that building, it's 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 pretty cool. But Trubisky, I I hate to say it, but you know when you have strong opinions on guys like we did on the draft show, you, know, you want to see yeah. uh, you want to be right about yeah. it. So uh, we were right, yeah, at least yeah. Uh, early on. No, early on, no, Watson we right. over Trubisky. I think we, right. we, we think we're moving on in a pretty good direction. Yeah, I, I here. think so. I think we've recovered from. Demarius Randall, <laughs> pretty well. I think so. Yeah, watch yeah. now. Uh, Deshaun Watson turn into RG three <laughs> after this conversation. Nope. Yeah, We're not jinxing him. I don't nope, think it's going to nope, happen. Nope. He's, he's too good. Uh-uh. Uh, all right, coming up next, that Joel Embiid deal gets a lot of money. He hasn't played a lot of games. What's, Process and potential. What's going on there? Come right back. Todd Graham's team out there. Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. The rat poison that Nick Saban was referring to. Trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Help you choose the brakes and are an exact fit for your vehicle. Brand you trust like Brake Best and Wagner Thermal Quiet. O'Reilly Auto Parts has the brake parts you need to guarantee low prices. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Like rat poison. Yeah. <laughs> so, Joel Embiid got a big contract, but it's complicated. And as one NBA writer, Zach Lowe, tweeted out, he said, Embiid's extension has been described to me as perhaps the most complex in NBA history. So, when you see... The big numbers that are out there for him, the $148 million, the how it could go all the way up to $178 million based on incentives for a guy who's played 31 games, you, you, you kind of are taken aback yeah. by it. But there are conditions and clauses in there that say that they are protected by salary cap. Not so much Embiid's going to get his money. But they have salary cap protections in there if he suffers injuries and cannot play games. So I would still say that was it necessary to do this now? I mean, I guess maybe if the guy, because in the 31 games that he played last year, there were times where he was just unreal. Like you saw his full potential. Even this early in his career, he was unbelievable. So I guess you could say, all right, if he stays healthy and plays like that, we're going to be paying him a whole hell of a lot more than this. But we have the leverage right now on right. him yeah. because, and it's crazy to think in the NBA world that a team that's got leverage just signed a guy to a $148 million mm-hmm. contract, but it's true. So we have the leverage on him now where we could put these clauses in there with injuries and you know we could do this rookie extension and still be okay and protect ourselves if he gets hurt, where if he goes and plays 82 games and is an all-star and an all-world player, then maybe we're you know up the creek without the battle. There you go. Uh, there were protections in place for this team. It made sense considering that the, the astronomical uh, contracts these guys are, are signing these days to lock this guy up for as little as possible, and, and little in NBA is a lot. 
I mean, the amount of money you can make for being an average player in the NBA is, is just mind-boggling. But kudos to those guys and to the league for for being able to uh, to attract that type of cash. Uh, I'm not gonna be upset or begrudge anyone that can can do that. And that's what the uh, the the league allows. And, and and so get it if you can get it. And Embiid's getting it, and they're still paying him for on, on potential. They have a small. Sample size, in that small sample size, he looked damn good. Now we have protections in here from an injury standpoint, number standpoint, production standpoint, and so uh, we feel like we're getting a bargain here. I, I like what they did, and they, now the hope is that he can just stay healthy, and I know the young man is hoping that as well. Uh, and, and if they can keep him healthy, you, you've got a, a, a hell of a player and, and a damn good bargain. And I'm confident in saying that nobody in NBA history has played fewer games and been more popular than Joel Embiid in the way that people in Philadelphia love him. I mean, they absolutely love right, this right. guy. His Twitter account, he's dancing, he's everywhere. And they love him. So it was important for them to show that they have a commitment to him. And I don't think that it's going to really hamstring them in the future. If he does, if he never plays a game again, I think they're going to be okay. Uh, so sometimes the initial reaction to these deals, you got to dig a little bit deeper because organizations aren't usually that stupid. You know, they could be stupid, but yeah. but that stupid, maybe not so much. I mean, this guy's a freak athlete, freakish athlete, I should say. Uh, he, he if if he can stay on the court, the things that he has the potential to accomplish, it, uh, the sky's the limit for him. So the the key is just for him to stay healthy, which he hasn't been able to to do. Uh, but this deal, I, I think it, it's favorable to the team. And, I mean, it's favorable to him. Anytime you can get a $148 million contract, I understand they would have to waive him for him not to realize all the monies uh, that are in this deal. And if he meets all these incentives, in, incentives he gets uh, upwards of $170 million. So uh, great deal all the way around, and the team is protected. You ever hear the phrase or the two words people yell out when you're on set or you're here, hot mic? Yes. Yeah, you got to watch out for that hot yeah, mic. Yeah, man. So I'm, I'm well aware of that. So MSG Network broadcast the Knicks games, and they had a preseason broadcast on Sunday, Nets and Knicks. And Alan Hahn, <clears throat> excuse me, Alan Hahn and Wally Zerbiak were the two guys that were in mm. the studio. Not my man Wally. And, and Wally, who never says anything when he knows he's on the air, uh, was caught up in this thing. <laughs> so uh, they think they're in commercial, but eh, hot mic. So let's mm-hmm. take a listen to what they were saying about Chris Tapp's Porzingis. Well, the other thing you can do is just kill Porzingis would be a minus 20 in 16 minutes. Yeah, I got that too. Yeah, come on, man. I mean, and you're, you're a star. Are you, I mean, this is what you're doing? You're just out there? Minus 20 is the, for him. He, he got should a lot never let his team. Here's to believe. And then <laughs> they go to commercials. So it could have been a hell of a lot worse than that because yeah. they're not wrong about right. that. With Porzingis, this is minus 20 in 16 minutes. What are you doing? It's true. But the problem with MSG is MSG Network is owned by the same people that own the Knicks. Mm. So it's sort of like a, one of those don't be too critical of the organization or its players on your pre- and post-game shows because we don't like that because we are a true propaganda machine. So that's why it was made a bigger deal of. But, I mean, they're not wrong. I mean, that should really be the post-game is those two guys saying that stuff. 
as opposed to talking about how they should say that stuff. I think that that would be a, a better post game than, than them coming back and going, well, Porzingis has got to be a little bit better come time for the regular season. No, how about the guys are saying, dude, come on. You can't be that bad. You're a freaking superstar. <laughs> be a lot that more was it. Yeah. yeah. They should be happy that their announcers are honest. Good yeah. for good for Wally. Good for he didn't know he was on the air though. Good for him anyway. Yeah, now sure. he knows. Right. Uh so you know how Mia Khalifa, the former Who? Mia Khalifa, we've she talked still about around? Her, we've talked about her plenty of times. So she is the Are former. we done with her? No, because this is this is good because oh. this is a little uh how do you say that? Comeuppance? Ah, uh, comeuppance. So yeah. she she's the former porn star who Was it, she any good? At being a porn yeah, star? Yeah, because usually you're not former you if could, you're in well, good at some, what you well, do. Some, well, yeah, but, uh, you but know, sometimes what? you want to get out of the game, I guess, oh, you know? Okay. Too much action. So, <laughs> so um, you know, it's like an athlete. All right. Did she, she, she did good, and then did she got out. Right. Basically, right. Sex. Right. right. Like, uh, like Barry Sanders, if you will. Oh. Um, so... She always stop while you hot. Let yeah. me get the story. I'm, I'm <laughs> she get the story, man. She always exposes athletes for quote sliding into her DMs, mm-hmm. asking her for dates and whatever mm-hmm. else. But lo and behold, here she is doing the same thing to somebody else. Now she's a DC sports fan, and apparently one of her favorite players of all time was Gilbert Arenas. So. She DMs Gilbert Arenas. Hey, I'm back in L.A. It was so nice meeting you. Last time I was here, do you want to grab dinner or something? I don't know many people out here. I'm doing anything for the Caps game tonight. Like, saying all this stuff to uh, Gilbert Arenas. And then, so Gilbert Arenas is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, you you put all these athletes out there. I'm going to put you out there. So he writes, and I'll try to say as much of this as I can. Yeah, that was... Could you translate for me? I, I got the last part. He says, uh, Mia Khalifa would slide into my DM, hashtag for the D. The thirst is real since back page is gone. Mm. This B has no room for negotiations with me. 150 or you better slide into Nelly DM for... And I have to stop there. Uh yeah, I didn't get I don't get the Nelly reference. I know he's in a little trouble. Someone's accused him of doing something he said he didn't do, but uh what's the Nelly reference? I don't know. That I don't yeah. know. But anyway, there wow. you go, Mia Khalifa. Now, See what happens? Thirsty hey. meaning you 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 Yes, you really want yeah, a particular person. You're trying person. too hard yeah. to to get someone. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, because you are the resident karma expert. Karma here? We got karma on our hands? Karma? Yeah, she's getting a little bit back of what she gives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. right. See, yeah, and he's, he was going to charge her 150, or she? What? I don't get that. What's the money reference? That's what. That's I the don't know that either. Yeah, I don't know. I'm wow. not sure. I didn't understand all those emojis either. He is a bizarre human being. He's a little bit very, nuts. very much so. Yeah. Did he ever get his money, gambling money, from his former teammate for the gunner? I don't know. No. Hashtag for the D. <clears throat> thirsty. <laughs> I'm thirsty. I'm gonna have some water. Gio and Jones go right back. CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.